Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. But Heels is working tomorrow. He'll be at the Gabba with our next guest as part of the SEN commentary team to call all the action between Australia and South Africa in the first test. And after, I think it's fair to say, an underwhelming uh, test series against the West Indies, I think everyone is really excited to see what these two teams will do on the best cricket wicket in the world. And Michael Kasprovich is joining me on the line this morning. Kasper, good morning to you. Hey, I'm well, mate. Looking forward to this test match because uh, this South African bowling attack um, promises to to give the Australians who have had a let's be fair a, a pretty easy time of it against the West Indies a little bit more of a test. There's no such thing as easy test cricket, but I think <laughs> they they weren't challenged as much as you like to see. Yeah, and I think that's what's going to happen at the Gabba. Um, the trick, though, when you you are playing at the Gabba, and certainly for the, the international sides when they come here, is you're carried away with the bounce. Mm. Certainly with the fast bowlers. We've seen a lot of good talent and um, you know, world-class talent coming from South Africa. It would be really exciting to see this. But it's about them adjusting to that little bit of extra bounce, maybe some swing, and just getting carried away with the myth of the Gabba Green Top. I think that's, a, that's going to be the bowler's challenge, the South African bowler's challenge. As soon as they sort that out and just hitting good areas, good build, areas to build up pressure on... The Australian batsmen, who are actually in fine form, mm. uh, the better for them. Yeah, their, their interim head coach, uh, Milabongwe Maketa, spoke about that yesterday and compared um, the Gabba pitch to Wanderers. And he used a, a quotation that uh, I don't think has ever been used before in, in cricket circles, Casper. Uh, sexy bounce. <laughs> sexy bounce, he called it. Um, and yeah. so they're aware of it. Line and length is critical in any uh, given time in, in test cricket, but particularly at the Gabba. Um the Australians, and you're right, there's no such thing as an easy test, but they were able to find their form and get confidence uh, with the bat. Um, what what will they be thinking about South Africa and the quicker bowlers? And, and particularly Marnus has already spoken about uh, that short pitch attack that he's expecting from South Africa. Mm. Yeah, I think um, oh, I'm going to use the word adapting and adjusting, which is entirely test cricket. You know, the circumstances of the game or... Um, even just, you know, the conditions. And mm. I think that's even for the batsmen. They're going to have to, you know, start again. Um, you know, and, and trip the trip, the trap, I should say, for, for batsmen is, is feeling in. If you feel like you're in, then that's when the loose shot might come. So that's the beauty of test cricket. And that's what the South Africans will bring is that consistency in their lines, their lengths and that pressure. And so that will be the, the key. And I think for the Australian batsmen, it's, yeah, it's just, the discipline um, on it, and I think that's where we've seen Usman Kawaja, his discipline coming in and just being patient and just you know, wanting to bat and bat long is the term in cricket dressing rooms, as he said. Um, he does, he's doing that so well. So I'm excited to see him being a Queenslander. Um, yeah, him, him dominating at the Gabba. What are you expecting from David Warner? Oh, the way he plays. Um, Look, it comes across a bit of a, you know, a bit none or a gutsful, um, the way he plays, because he does score quickly. But look, he's got over 5,000 test runs. So as far as experience, and he, he's shown that over time, that he, he, he 
he can do that. He can adjust. He can adapt. Um, but I think he's the type of batsman that can really, if the Southampton's don't get their lengths right and end up being a fraction short, that he can really dominate. He can. He'll be able to to, to turn that around. And I think you're, you know, that's the way that for batsmen especially, it's the next innings, you know, and all of a sudden things change. Hey, Casper, we've only seen one four-day game at the Gabba. Obviously, it wasn't played on the test pitch, and we've seen a couple of T20s. What are you expecting from, from the wicket? Uh, it's a little bit later, mid-December, this test match. From your experience at the Gabba, how does the pitch develop over the summer, and what are you expecting tomorrow? Well, the pitch is, is fantastic. You even said at the start, you know, the best um, cricket wicket, you know, in not only Australian cricket, but the world cricket, and I, I certainly endorse all that. I think one of the things that we find, and I'm you know, just waiting to, I haven't read too much in, about the preparations and all that, but generally speaking, the, the term Gabba Greentop comes into play. Um, it's a test match. Um, don't believe the hype. It never is the case. It doesn't exist, um, you know, the, the length of it. And I think primarily because that, you know, they want the, the, the reason why there's a little bit more grass historically on the Gabba is because of the heat we get here, mm. um, they don't want it to dry out and end up with massive cracks on it um, because, it, you know, that's what happens. So it just contains the extra grass and binds it, keeps it um, lasting for five days. But, look, Shane Warne used to talk about the Gabba being one of his favourite wickets because of the extra bounce with his leg spin. Um, not necessarily we're looking for the sideways turn, but the bounce that that sort of gave his game. Um, so that's, that's the other element. To it, I think that's the exciting part. It offers something for everyone, um, but ultimately, it's about executing your skills and, and doing that, you know, consistently over a long period of time. Uh, what do you see the, as the key for the South Africans? We, we speak about their bowling attack and how potent it is and how quick it is, but their Achilles' heels tends to be their batting. Um, how do you think they will cope here, particularly against uh, the Australian attack, headed by Mitchell Stark, who seems to be bowling as well as he has in a long time? Yep. Yeah, well, it's going to be a challenge, um, definitely. And, and we see that every time with touring sides. And I think that's no, there's no coincidence that, you know, first test matches at the Gabba, Australia's winning, you know, history there has been so strong because teams will come in and, you know, be driving on the up, you know, with a, with, you know, outside off stump or, or driving off the back foot even with the extra bounce and bringing slips into play. Um, take that out of your game, wait for the ball to get too straight, let the bowler come to you and, Look, I've always said that, um, and certainly in test match cricket, that um, whilst bowlers will win you, to win a test match, you've got to bowl a side out twice. So mm-hmm. bowlers win test matches, batsmen lose test matches by not scoring enough runs. And South Africa, that is their potential nemesis there. They may not get enough yeah. runs for their bowlers to be able to, you know, they might take the 20 wickets, but, you know, we might be able to score more runs than them. And I think that may be, uh, you know, the recipe there. Pat Cummings back after that quad strain, mate, from your experience, they they were talking it down, uh, the fact that it was just a minor injury, et cetera, et cetera. But uh, you never really know, do you, until you're out in the middle, no matter what the sport is, you can bowl on the nets or you can have a bit of a training session. But it's when you get out there that's the key, isn't it? 100%, yeah, because you can obviously jog it through and, and get through all those type things. But obviously, they're, you know, they, they've, they've tested all out and they're really confident that you can do that. So, you know, you've got to be, you know, I'm sure it's fine. And maybe that's why I came out and fielded um, in that last test, just to sort of like, just to run it out mm-hmm. rather than sort of, yeah, rather, it's not the last test, but one before when he was, you know, when he did something yeah, to it. Perth, so, yeah. 
Yeah, so just a little mild sort of like something going on there. So obviously with time off and 24-hour attention and, and rehab with it, um, and certainly with science these days, I'm, I'm sure that he'll be fine. Yeah, and winning the toss and batting will help certainly uh, to give it an extra day or so. Mate, Scotty Boland, uh, Andrew McDonald made the point that he, he will come in uh, with Josh Hazelwood unavailable with that side strain, and poor old Mike and Manisa misses out playing a test uh, at the Gabba in front of his uh, his family and friends, home hometown crowd. Mm. But Scotty Bowler, it's been a remarkable 12 months for him, and he just keeps delivering, doesn't he? Well, I think the other side to that is that, you know, they've selected a player originally that was going to suit bowling at the MCG. Mm. Um, and that's what happened. Um, they did leave a bit more grass on it, so he did a bit more. So he's six for nine, I think it was, the figures that he got in that Boxing Day test. Um, obviously set things up. But what even watching him um, in the last test match in Adelaide, he comes on, he doesn't give much away. He's sort of bang on the spot, um, almost McGrath-like. Now, it's a big, you know, bow to sort of draw there. But but he doesn't, he just comes in and like hits hits the length. Um, he's very accurate with an extra bounce as well. So I can sort of see why they've done that. Um, Michael Nessa, however, you know, swings the ball, you know. So that was their give and take. I suppose they were looking for someone that was going to do that. That was the role. So they went with Boland rather than Michael Nessa, whose record, obviously, in Queensland is fantastic. I think he's won the Ian Healy Trophy, best player for Queensland, about three or four times now. Um, just dominating um, you know, in domestic cricket. I think even domestic cricket this year, he's got over 25 wickets at about, I don't know, 14, 15 runs apiece. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah so he's he's been fantastic. But, you know, I suppose he spent a bit of time on the sidelines, on the bench, um, Making sure that it, uh, in the twelfth man capacity, that um, the players are well hydrated, of course, um, and that. Um, but I think that's the other side of it. And I've heard it said from you know, parts that I think Justin Langer might even in commentary talked about Michael Nessa just being just not just a great you know person in the team and around and support for everyone, but you know I think he's you know talking about being just a great bloke, just yeah. like there that you know that's why they want him around. Yeah. Um, because, you know, he can perform on the field, but his performance off the field um, in a support capacity is... Maybe it's too good. That's why they keep picking this 12 man. <laughs> now, do you, reckon, do you reckon we'll see Josh Hazelwood again this summer with this side strain where he's going to miss this test, obviously? The next one is the Boxing Day test at the MCG. And we know what you mentioned, what Scott Boland did there last year. Uh, the Sydney yeah. test follows soon after. Um, what are your thoughts on this side strain? And from your experience, how hard is it for someone as they get a little bit older to overcome those sorts of injuries? Well, the tricky things because, um, yeah, there's not a whole lot of muscle, I guess. And we turn, we call it in bowlers, bowlers, uh, the grunter muscle. Um, so in through your sort of ribs and all through there. So something's not quite right and you just got to give it some time. I think, um, was it last year? Last year, I yeah. think it, something similar happened to him as well and yeah, missed a lot of the season. So, look, it's it's not great. Um and it's one of those unexpected injuries. I remember getting one oh, many, many years ago when everyone else was flying, everything was good. And I even said to the physio at the time, um, Lindsay Trigar, he was our physio, um, everyone's fine. And I thought, I said to him straight, I said, mate, I'm not, everything's good at the moment. I said, I'm not going to have to come. You don't have to see me for the rest of the year. That next innings I went out and did one of those side muscles, grunt uh, muscle. Did you learn from that comment, Casper? So, yeah, I've just never, ever felt good, ever, since. So, <laughs> um, and that's even when I have retired, been away for 14 years. But, 
But I think that's it. That uh, look for, for Josh, it's a, such a shame because I just I love watching him bowl. Um, his accuracy, the shape, but even his smarts. You know, the, the art of fast bowling. You know, watching him doing that, I've, I've really loved that. Um, you know, his execution. So it's a shame, and but you know, I suppose that that uh, is all part of the, the game of being a fast bowler. These these injuries, and whilst yep. it feels like a niggle. That's the challenge. It feels like a niggle. You've got to treat it like something more seriously. Well, mate, really appreciate your time this morning. We're looking forward to your comments uh, as part of the SEN commentary team tomorrow at the Gabba. Uh, enjoy the test match, mate, and enjoy uh, sitting alongside heels for a few days. I will. I'm actually really in, I'm really looking forward to doing that, um, commentating. I've enjoyed a quick stint I had over in Pakistan early yep. in the year with the Australian team. Um, so I haven't been in the, the commentary box for spend a bit of time uh, in administration um, on boards and things like that. So it's great to talk cricket with with cricketers. Good on you, mate. Enjoy it. Thanks for your time. There is Michael Kasbovich, part of the SEN commentary team. You'll hear their coverage tomorrow morning from the Gabba from 9 o'clock. And remember, SEN is your home of cricket for every ball of the Test summer. And our Test Wrap, thanks to Suncorp, building a more resilient Queensland. That's the Suncorp spirit. And make sure you've got the right insurance this storm season. Search Suncorp Home Insurance for a quote today.